Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This morning, a monster storm batters Queensland and northern New South Wales. Residents get out while they can. Overnight, more rain and warnings it isn't over yet. Breaking overnight, one man dead, a police officer and his dog injured, an investigation launched. Tragedy near Newcastle, a father drowns, saving his son. And restriction relief, more COVID rules relaxed across the country. Queenslanders can dust off their dancing shoes. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Wild weather has lashed Queensland's southeast and northern New South Wales overnight with heavy rain leading to flash flooding. Severe weather warnings remain in place with more rainfall on the way. A big wet with impacts likened to a Category 1 cyclone. Relentless rain soaking southeast Queensland. This is finally a weather system which is strong enough, big enough and deep enough that it is taking advantage of La Nina and it's why it's not just giving us a bit of rain, it's giving us a lot. Flash flooding, closing roads and bringing waterfalls back to life. That fall was trickling before, now it's just booming. The wild weather even displacing the fish on the Gold Coast. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> strong winds causing havoc as beaches were battered and swallowed by huge waves that caused coastal erosion. In northern New South Wales, cars were underwater and residents had to be rescued as floodwaters rose. That's it, eh? Got to do what you got to do. The water's getting deeper and deeper out there. Hundreds of millimetres of rain has already fallen across the two states. The weekend's rainfall, the most significant in Queensland since February. And plenty more is on the way. Han Yuan, 7 News. The wet weather has helped contain the bushfire burning on Fraser Island. The blaze, believed to have been sparked by an illegal campfire in mid-October, burnt more than 85,000 hectares of scrub. An announcement is expected later today about when the holiday island will reopen to tourists. A man is dead and a Queensland police officer injured after a break and enter into Woomba. A 32-year-old senior constable was one of the first officers on scene along with police dog Turbo. It's understood a man lunged at the officer with a pair of scissors, slashing him across the face. He then stabbed the police dog multiple times. He was tasered and arrested but then suffered a medical episode on the way to hospital. Paramedics performed CPR but he couldn't be revived. The officer has been treated for minor stab wounds while Turbo remains in a serious but stable condition. 
The Sunshine State has also reopened its border to Adelaide residents today as a raft of restrictions ease in South Australia. Home gatherings have increased to 50 people. Working from home is voluntary. The number of people allowed at weddings and funerals can increase to 200 and there are also changes to licensed venues. Veterans have slammed the decision to disband the Special Forces Squadron heavily implicated in the report into alleged war crimes in Afghanistan. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. Two Squadron no longer exists. That's right, Jody. Despite pleas from veterans and those within the Defence Force to delay the move until the allegations can be investigated further, Two Squadron was at the centre of last month's Beriton report with allegations Special Forces soldiers were involved in 39 unlawful killings of Afghan prisoners and civilians. But as revealed exclusively on 7 News last night, Two Squadron members have now been reassigned to other units within the SAS. It's also understood soldiers implicated in the report will keep their meritorious unit citations for now after an intervention by the Prime Minister, with calls now for a final decision to be delayed until after a criminal investigation is completed. The federal government is also under pressure to increase funding for veterans support services, with a surge in calls for counselling services following the release of that report. Jody. OK, Taylor, thank you. A man has drowned while saving his son off a remote beach in New South Wales. The men were pulled unconscious from the water at Fraser Beach, south of Newcastle, which is unpatrolled. Witnesses performed CPR on both, but the 55-year-old man died at the scene. His 20-year-old son was taken to John Hunter Hospital, where he is expected to make a full recovery. Although there's no confirmation yet on what led to the tragedy, video taken from the air shows a savage risk in the surf. Police in Indonesia have arrested one of the country's most wanted terrorists believed to be behind the 2002 Bali bombings. Aris Sumasono, known as Zulka Karnayan, has been on the run for 17 years. The 57-year-old leader of the terror group Jamaa Islamiyah is accused of making bombs used in the attack, which killed 88 Australians. Details on proposed changes to drug possession laws in New South Wales are set to be finalised when Cabinet meets today. Under the new plan, fines would be issued for the first three offences, with offenders only facing court and a criminal record after a fourth offence within 24 months. Rehab-style early intervention programs would also be mandatory. As understood, the policy would apply to all illicit substances, but exact quantities allowed are unclear. More COVID restrictions are easing across the country today. Workers will return to the office in New South Wales after the public health order was lifted. The change means businesses are no longer required to force their employees to work from home, while Queenslanders are dusting off their dancing shoes with dancing allowed at venues again from midday. Police across the country are on high alert for revenge attacks after a rebel's bikey boss was shot dead in front of terrified children at a speedway in Perth. 50-year-old Nick Martin was watching a race when he was gunned down. A five-year-old boy who was sitting in a parent's lap nearby was caught in the crossfire and treated for minor injuries. Many cinemas have been forced to shut their doors during the pandemic and one decision could spell the final act. Streaming services will premiere blockbusters online as well as at the theatre and some fear theatres simply won't be able to compete. 
Since 1894, Australia's cinema industry has thrived. But the pandemic forced moviegoers to stay home, turning our cinemas dark. It was an amazing start to the year and then obviously COVID hit. Streaming services are taking advantage. Disney Plus will drop 100 titles over the next few years online, including 15 films. Warner Brothers will release all its movies in cinemas and on its streaming service HBO Max in the US. Warner Brothers made a shock announcement last week that caught most of the industry, including their own filmmakers, by surprise. It's not clear how this will work in Australia just yet, but Warner Media does have a deal with Foxtel and its streaming service Binge. When the big screen is bypassed or a huge title's available to watch from your couch at the same time as cinemas, many of us will choose to stay home. But the owners of Ritz Cinema in Randwick, which reopened in July, are confident the shared experience of a trip to the movies will prevail. An amazing crop of Australian films that are um, finding a lot of screens. Including here at the Ritz where Aussie actor Eric Banner will be on hand next week to launch his new Australian film to a live audience and experienced cinema lovers say can't be replicated online. Once we can congregate again in larger numbers here in Australia and globally Time will tell if our love affair with movies on the big screen grows deeper. Samantha Brett, 7 News. The UK and European Union have agreed to extend Brexit talks in a last-ditch attempt to secure a trade deal. Negotiators had set a Sunday deadline to reach a post-Brexit trade agreement but could not resolve several key issues. The UK officially leaves the EU on January 1. Germany will go back into strict lockdown over Christmas as coronavirus cases skyrocket. Under the new measures, schools and non-essential shops will be closed. Bars and restaurants will also remain shut. Infection rates have hit record levels despite Germany being in a partial lockdown for the last six weeks. A Chinese space capsule which collected the first moon rocks in more than 40 years has begun its return journey to Earth. The lunar probe is carrying two kilograms of soil and rock samples. It's expected to land in northern China later this week. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones finished 47 points higher, the Nasdaq was lower in London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,843 US dollars an ounce, oil is 46 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 75.38 US cents, 78 Japanese yen and $1.06 New Zealand. Retail experts say Black Friday sales and COVID are behind a surge in the number of Australians shopping online. Last month was a record breaker as more people spent online for the first time. The stroll to the mailbox is a well-worn path for Oliver Peters, the 21-year-old, a regular customer of online shopping. Probably buying stuff weekly. While bricks and mortar stores continue to struggle in Australia, the digital retail sector is soaring. Jumpers, t-shirts, 
shoes. Five and a half million households made a purchase online in November, smashing all records for cyber shopping in Australia, and many were new customers. The interesting thing is that 2.2 million of these didn't buy online last November. Online shopping has become so popular, sales surged by more than 55% last month compared to the same time last year. The trend driven by new habits formed during the pandemic and by the Black Friday boom. Those who have tried it first time, and I think it is habit changing, have, have now become much more comfortable. The most popular parcels this year are video games and mobile phones, along with bikes, books and puzzles. And when it comes to Christmas gifts, clothing and coffee machines also top the list. There's another week to the 19th of December um, for people to get their Christian shopping done and lodged with Express Post service. Our newfound love for online shopping is predicted to grow even more. Being able to sit at home, sit in bed and buy stuff, very handy. Christy Mayer, 7 News. Locals in Brooklyn, north of Sydney, have spotted a rare visitor. This video was taken by a resident who says koalas haven't been seen in the area in 50 years. The animal looked happy and healthy, perched in a backyard tree. Wildlife experts say it's uncommon for koalas to stray from bushland and end up so close to people's homes. The first trucks carrying the Pfizer coronavirus vaccine have rolled out across the US as the country gears up for the largest vaccination campaign in its history. US correspondent Tim Lester is in Washington, D.C. Good morning, Tim. When will vaccinations begin? Morning, Jody. We expect the first jabs of the Pfizer vaccine here in the United States in the next 24 hours. The trucks rolled out of Kalamazoo in Michigan from the Pfizer plant there this morning. They're also moving uh, vaccine supplies from Wisconsin and another Pfizer plant to all 50 states, principally out to hospitals initially. The thinking being that they're in a good position to store the vaccine, but also that the first to receive it are going to be frontline healthcare workers under the emergency provisions granted by the Food and Drug Administration here in Washington two days ago, as well as healthcare workers who obviously are more at risk than most of the population. We expect that people in uh, care homes and uh, around the United States will also receive emergency vaccinations because of their particular um, risk to COVID-19, the fact that they're more likely uh, to die from it than other sectors of the population. Now, uh, this morning, several key experts here in the United States have said that they expect 100,000 Americans to be vaccinated in the first quarter of 2021. That, though, is still fewer than one-third of the US population and they concede they need a vaccination rate of about 75 to 80 percent before they can be confident that the vaccinations will curb the pandemic. Later today, at the current rate, the United States will pass 300,000 people dead from the coronavirus. It has just passed 16 million confirmed cases. So given the stress on hospitals here, Jody, this country really wants this vaccination program to work. Absolutely. OK, Tim Lester in the US, thank you. In sport, Cameron Green and Mitchell Stark are headed for Adelaide today, but who will open the batting is still a real worry for Australia. Joe Burns' horror run continued and Marcus Harris missed out too on the final day of Australia A's tour match against India at the SCG. Burns departed for just one run off 21 deliveries after he was given LBW off a Muhammad Shami delivery. Close, very close and given 
Burns has made 62 runs from nine first-class innings. Australia will now prepare for Thursday's first test. The Melbourne Renegades have had their worst defeat in BBL history, going down to the Sydney Sixers by 145 runs. The Renegades were bowled out for 60, with Jordan Silk proving to be the backbone of the Sixers' innings. Everything that's gone in the air has landed in a pair of hands, and that's no different. Opener Josh Philippe dominated for Sydney, falling just short of a century, smashing 95 off 57. The Adelaide Strikers have fallen just short of one of the great Big Bash escape acts. Darcy Short showed why he's one of the competition's best batsmen, smashing 72 of 48 balls to lead the Hobart Hurricanes to 5 for 174. The Strikers struggled with the bat early as the Canes found all kinds of ways to pick up wickets. The soccer. Hello! Timmy Kale's watching, saying, That's how you do it, Riley. At nine for 102, Dan Worrell and Danny Briggs almost dragged Adelaide to a shock comeback victory but fell 11 runs short. Tonight, the Sydney Thunder will take on Brisbane Heat at Monica Oval. You can watch every ball live on seven. Hollywood heavyweight Mark Wahlberg has been seen out and about in Sydney after completing quarantine. The A-lister attended the Christmas party for the F45 gym franchise, which he invests in. It's the first time he's been spotted in public since completing his two weeks quarantine at a luxury retreat just outside Byron Bay. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a coastal trough and strengthening low over southeastern Queensland and northeastern New South Wales is increasing rain, wind and waves. A series of troughs over central Australia and the tropical north are causing rain, showers and storms. Around the capitals today, heavy showers in Brisbane, a top of 28 degrees, Sydney a possible shower and 25, cloudy in Canberra and 25, Melbourne 32 and sunny, Hobart 31 and sunny. Adelaide mostly sunny and 34 today, Perth 24 and mostly sunny, and a possible thunderstorm and 33 in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Monday the 14th of December.